Welcome to Awake TV. So, today's one, I'm going to talk about be a responsible creator. Enjoy. Hi, welcome to Awake TV. So, today's one, I'm going to talk about time to be a responsible creator. We have been talking about this topic, but today I came across Daniel's channeling uh, Time to Admit Your Inside. I think title is similar like that. I just want to put the link. But whole topic is when you eyewitness something is going on outside of your world, even though you are the you are the not the one who is doing it, like people arguing or I don't know, purging or whatever, like something's happening. You are also holding particular vibration not exactly the same vibration but you have similar resonance vibration within you that's why outside of you stuff is happening you happen to be in that timeline i'm not saying you suddenly went to crazy fucked up timeline i'm not saying that i'm saying you will i witnessed that even though right now we are going through pausing period so that's why we want to talk about it so we can uh, further transform ourselves yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's definitely a topic that we've uh, visited a couple of times, but you know, I don't think we can overstate the importance of it. Um, mm -hmm. Because I think what we're doing as we speak about this is uh, we're connecting and internalizing an understanding which is not the usual narrative that we grew up with. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're used to seeing things outside of us as just random occurrences, whereas, um, you know, this teaching tells us that uh, if, if we're what we don't like, uh, if we're seeing things that we don't like in our environment, that we have to check our own vibration um, and we can change it. And we can change it very quickly by making another decision about what we wish to experience or just uh, putting ourselves into a state of joy by, you know, shifting our focus on to more positive things. So, for example, um, and we've given this example before, but I think it's worth repeating is if, you know, if, you, if you're in the grocery store and you hear, uh, you know, two people arguing or you hear somebody being difficult nasty to their child or something along that line you know there's a vibration that we're going through ourselves that's uh you know argumentative resistant um sad abuse uh victim mentality there's there's a whole lot of things that can lead to us seeing these kind of things playing out um what can you do about that in the moment point you can um you know, you can leave the store. Yes, uh, you could. You, you could uh, check your phone and remind yourself of a text from somebody that said something really nice to you. You could look at your pictures on your phone. You could start being real special attention to your grocery list, or go to the flower section, or you know, go to another aisle. Okay, and focus on something else. Okay, instead of drawing right into that. Uh, whatever it is that's playing out and, and connecting to that energy anymore. And then 
once you've pulled yourself out of that focus uh, on that energy, you got to find things that are going to be more joyful and more um, even neutral. You know, it can it can be neutral. You don't have to go right from holy shit, there's this altercation going on to now I'm feeling blissful. That's a little big of a jump. You can go to neutral ground, which is, oh, hey, look at that. I'm almost done with my shopping list. Now, where's that jar of sauce that I have to find, you know, and and change your focus. And it's something more neutral. You're not putting more energy into that thing you just witnessed, but you're being conscientious of the fact that, huh, something must be going on within me where this is playing out um in my i'm, I'm going to shift my energy right now and you're being aware of it and we've we've said and i know i've said this probably last year or a while ago but um if you decide ahead of time you're going shopping or you're going to have uh, a day at the beach or whatever you're doing your intention about that day um, I'm going to meet really nice people. I'm going to find a parking spot. I'm going to have an easy transaction with the staff, uh, you know, whoever's working at the store or whoever's at the beach. Um, set those attention intentions ahead of time. Um, you're probably likely to have a much better experience than you are if you're just like you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. You're pissed about life. You're like, now oh, shit, I got to go to the store. I really don't want to do this. See, there's two very different vibrations with those examples. Um, so we do have to be aware. Uh, and it's okay if we forget. And then we find ourselves in that circumstance because now we're talking about how you can change it. Mm. Um, and you can do it rather quickly. But you can't change it if you don't know about it. So we're, I think what we're saying here is that we have to be aware of our own internal states. If we walk around sleepwalking, <laughs> that's when things outside of us feel sort of like victim-like, you know, it's kind of like, well, what the hell? Why did this happen today? You know, this, this day is shitty. Mm, maybe, mm, maybe you can do something about that or you can make a decision about it and say, well, you know, yeah, I witnessed that it doesn't have anything to do with me and keep on moving on with your day and don't let it affect your energy at all. That's a little bit higher level, but it's possible. We can do it. We make the choice. Yeah. But all of us are, you know, always working on ourselves, which is nothing wrong with it because we are still not 5D yet. So it doesn't hurt to work on ourselves. So like, you know, I, I kind of discovered a new thing that when you work on yourself and then your external environment is not reflecting like a super light energy, let's say, um, let's, let's say if you happen to be in purging timeline, even though you worked on yourself, like I discovered sometimes you trigger other people, stuff like that, because not because you said something, you did something because you worked on yourself. So you worked on yourself and then that kind of like a trip into other people will work on themselves too because you work on yourself because everything is connected. But that's one thing, but I wanna go further. Like that's almost like, oh yeah, you're observing, oh, I worked on myself and then other people are triggered or, oh, it's their turn to work on themselves. That's very passive. So if you 
think, or you're going to investigate, let's say, you know, the other day I was talking to my friend and then I, I don't go into the details, but I was trying to look for the part she was talking about on her life, which wasn't, um, it was challenging. Then I was trying to find what part do I have in, in my, not in my life, but in my um, emotion or vibration, what she's talking about. It was more like, um, you get super tired of yourself because taking care of other people that that kind of like you know and i was trying to find that part of me even though i no longer you know become jesus for other people i was still trying to find if i i just had the conversation about that according to experience i need a part of me still having that kind of vibration that kind of um i guess um listens so I was investigating and I found it so it was a very like detective work because after you work on yourself a lot it's not you can find a super obvious um, dense emotion or dense anything because you worked on yourself so you only have a tiny tiny bit but if you are aware of you have something even tiny bit that gonna give you the opportunity to, um, I guess, feel through the emotion or, you know, um, work on yourself in your own way, or maybe you can meditate. I kind of did Steve Noble meditation after I found out about, oh, I do have a tiny bit of that and this and that. So you can do your own way to release those tiny, you know, speck of whatever you still had then stuff changes, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what I wanted to suggest on top of it. So we are being proactive about our situation as well, you know? Yeah. My, my learning experience lesson to like, I'm still being proactive instead of just saying, oh yeah, I walked to myself, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, and I've heard it said that uh, really, if you think about it, we're, we're all one mind coming from source, having individual realities, because that increases the experience. Yeah. So for all one mind, and in that sense we're also mirrors for each other we're reflections of each other and you know so in my experience i think that i've been able to make direct links correlations to you know what i see in my outside world to what's going on in my own internal states um it's not always a direct connection. Yeah. Sometimes it's like in retrospect, I go, oh, oh yeah, that's right. I was, I was thinking about this or I was worried about that or I was in a hurry. Mm -hmm. And then I encountered other people that were in a hurry or impatient mm -hmm. or pissed off about something. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not always a, a light bulb moment when it's happening, but then upon later reflection, how it works for me is I can go, 
oh yeah, I kind of see why that happened that day. Or, mm-hmm. um, you know, you mentioned earlier before we were recording um, how important it is not to judge what you're going through. Yeah. And, um, or, or be, you know, be little or berate yourself after the fact. Um, because I think even if we do reflect on something or, you know, an interaction that we had or some, uh, you know, a whole day, maybe even where just everything went wrong and you're going, what the hell, right? And then you realize, oh, yeah, I was kind of going through this when I started my day. And I just kind of put that into my energy field, which is why I saw it in my environment. It's not helpful to berate berate yourself for that it's just helpful to recognize it and then just go oh I can build on that I can take that Mm -hmm. experience and if it starts to happen again I can shut it down because I'll recognize oh this is an internal state and that's why I'm I'm seeing it in my external environment yeah that's why I'm experiencing it and so we can use that as um a ladder, a step ladder to just really get good at being responsible and even controlling. I'll say, I don't like the word control, but I'm going to use it in this instance because we really mm-hmm. are the masters and controllers of our own experience. And mm-hmm. the more we practice without judgment of ourselves, which is akin to unconditional love of ourselves the more we just practice and say okay I recognize that the more we can build on it and be true masters of our experience yeah and it's that it's important just because like you I witnessed something like unexpected that doesn't mean you yeah listen to my channeling of Aster as I was saying, doesn't mean you suddenly went to some weird lower timeline. It's not like that. Sometimes, especially when you're going through huge transformation, it would be like from carbon body to light body, or we are shifting one huge timeline change mm-hmm. dimension-wise. We're not still 5D yet, but we are saying going through very close to 5D. You know, right now we are 4.95, very very close now, Mm -hmm. you know, but that before it wasn't like that. So going to that timeline, you know, we may encounter, it's almost like a healing crisis. Like when you do energetic healing or whatever, or even do fasting, in the beginning, first day or two, you start having like horrible symptom and you think, oh my God, you suddenly get all this horrible symptom I didn't have before. And then you're gonna get better. So it's same thing like um, happening energetically. So when outside is all sudden like muddy or something, and then don't freak out because, okay, you worked on yourself. And then because of that, it's kind of like magnified or suddenly coming out. And that doesn't mean like you shifted some weird timeline or you suddenly like went super far away from 4.95, did I, did I, did I drop down to 3.2? No, yeah, so like yeah. that. So like right, that. Right. You're still yeah. going up and up and up, but 
whatever the stuff um, still are not aligned with that timeline is kind of magnified and you can see more. And, and you need to purge it. Yeah, yeah. We're well, going to talk you know, about that next week. But like, yeah, we'll get into it more. It's important to like uh, be not responsible, but in a way aware, like everything is related. It's not like, for example, you know, we have been telling you guys do not focus on something makes you feel scared or uh, makes you feel angry, like, you know, whatever the TV news or whatever stuff is going on out there. But even that, you know, all this war situation, you can really think about how is this relate to me? Like all this emotion am I having? Do, do I have some kind of a war consciousness within me? You may want to investigate that if you have that consciousness. And then if you have even tiny speck of that, that is your opportunity to clear that. And that's how you change the world. It's not changing the world with going to the spiritual war. You will battles, clear yeah. Within. You will clear mm -hmm. within. Yeah. I can't agree. I can't agree more. Um, I was just saying to another friend today how I don't understand the mm -hmm. spiritual community because they say they want to get to you know 5d where it's peace and unconditional love and cooperation and joy but yet they think they're going to get there by spiritually battling <laughs> that doesn't make any sense folks if you if you you know like erica said if you recognize that um you're kind of attracted to these wars and fights and conflicts um there may be a part of you that's still sort of programmed or resonating with that that is really not how we get to 5d um and i i don't know if people have figured this out yet or not but um we're not changing anybody's minds okay we can come up with the best you know list of arguments ever made and still when a person is in alignment with a belief or a concept, they're gonna stick with that belief or concept until they choose to change their mind. We can't mm -hmm. do it for them. Yeah. So this constant struggling, battling is not the energy we wanna be in. We wanna be in the energy of peace, joy. Yeah. Contentment. Now, somebody asked me this morning, so did you hear what's going on in China? You know, what's going on in China? I have no idea, but he told me a little bit about it. And I said, okay. I said, well, I think he linked it to, you know, the people need to stand up to the CCP. It sounded like similar to what just happened in Ukraine, you know, where they were maybe getting rid of, you know, maybe the white hats are getting rid of some biological weapon facilities or something. I don't know. I really don't know for sure because I haven't heard a thing about it, but he mm -hmm. was quite clear there's something going on. And I said, you know, I think you touched on the key of what might be happening. I said, we're talking about a society who probably has generations of you fall in line and be subservient to your 
your elders and your betters, you know, there's that definite pecking order. If these folks are being called upon now to stand up for themselves and push back, they're going to be clearing generations of a particular behavior and way of life, and they're going to free themselves. But that's their thing, right? They incarnated there in China at this time. They probably have a family lineage, you know, other lifetimes in this society. And now they're being called in this lifetime, in this present moment to clear that. That is their soul mission, their soul. It doesn't have anything to do with me. So for me to jump into that energy and get concerned about it, it's like, mind your own business, Sue. Yeah, that's that's not yours. That's not yours to clear. The best thing I can do for those people is send my love through the airwaves, through my good intentions, whatever, whatever task you're taking on, I wish you the best, you know, I said, but if I keep my energy, happy, joyful, we've got the one mind, the one collective consciousness, I'm helping them by staying out of their business. Yeah, and then look within if you have something similar tendency, right? Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's how you help them. And if anybody going to tell you, if you don't sympathize, whatever the people, you sound selfish, that, that is how people manipulate you. Remember mm-hmm. that. That's how people want to manipulate you. Anyone who want to manipulate you is to make you feel bad and guilty. Anyway, they're going to do that. That's a manipulation. So, you know, like, I don't know who's, who told me that, but somebody was saying, you know, I'm going to use the example of Africa. You know, um, people in Africa are starving, and then you decided to go hunger strike because you feel like, you know, empathy about their situation. It doesn't solve their problem. And I was like, wow, that makes sense, you know, <laughs> because you're here in the United States, you feel empathy, but seriously um well it's not your experience to go through yeah it's not your experience to go through so just focus on your life and focus on your i guess a problem and not focus on your problem but you focus on solving your problem and then you know do something about that within instead of like you know uh focusing somewhere else like outside of you like but you can also investigate what this Africa starving situation is correlate within your whatever you're having, right? Mm-hmm. Feeling of lack or whatever. Okay, maybe that's how I created this Africa situation, even though I never been there. Right. So you can work on yourself within without focusing too much on what's being told on news or whatever. Or that's talking my, or taking point. on the pain or taking on the pain of it. You know, awareness of something, having compassion for some other people's situation is always recommended, in my opinion. It's, it's, you know, if it comes into my field of awareness, I am going to hold compassion. Um, But for me to suffer because I know this information doesn't make sense. I'm not helping the collective vibration. And there's Mm -hmm. a difference there. Now, some people are programmed into believing that if they don't suffer too, it's almost like a survivor's guilt, you know? It's like, well, gee, how can I have a good life when I know all those people are starving 
Um, and that's, you know, that's something that's been kind of ingrained into uh, most people in society that aren't sociopaths, you know, like somehow we can't have a good life if somebody else is suffering. And overall, I think once we move into 5D, that's the concept we want to roll with, which is uh, if we help each other and we come together as a community, then ultimately everybody's going to be okay. And, but what's the difference between that and once we come to a, uh, cooperative society. Well, the difference is <laughs> the politics, the money system, the control systems that are happening. Now, um, once that dissolves, and, and the key is it's an internal job, it can only dissolve once we get to a certain point internally. Yeah. So it's it seems like a big mind fuck, but it, it, it's like making more sense to me as I go along. If I keep my vibration whole balanced and for the most part you know allow the emotions as they come mm -hmm. but if I keep myself in my own backyard eventually I'm going to look around and everybody else's backyard is going to be as beautiful as mine yeah Definitely. and I won't have to worry about how they got there it just will be Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people call that a leap of faith. I don't know so much. I think that's how it works um, because we're creating it again. So by focusing on other people's pain or even allowing myself to suffer with other people's pain, that just keeps that vibration going. And we don't want to do that. Yeah, it's not helping them and it's not helping us. <laughs> it's not helping anybody. It's a contradiction. Mm-hmm. You did say something earlier about, um, you know, integrating the energy and our DNA upgrades. And uh, I want to go back to that for a quick second, because I think it's relevant to all topics. Um, it takes some time uh, for us in human form to integrate these energies. And, you know, a lot of people talk about ascension symptoms, things of that nature, but I want to make a parallel uh, example to what that's like. So if you're a computer-minded person, you like technology and things like that, it's like when your phone or your computer gets an upgrade. It takes a couple minutes for that upgrade to be ingested into your hardware and your software. No, I don't know a lot about that stuff. So I'm going to say hardware, software, correct me if I'm wrong, but you get what I'm getting at. Uh, mm -hmm. Sometimes when your computer is upgrading, it takes about five minutes. And it usually happens when you're in a hurry and you're trying to connect with somebody and you're going, what the fuck? Why is it taking so long? Right. It's, it's, it's integrating and overwriting the old files with the new files. So another example, if you're a sports-minded athletic person, which I am, I understand this example better, you have a sports injury or you have an area in your body where uh, you're, you're, you're healing, or if you're working out and you're creating new muscle, what happens? You have to tear the muscle a little bit through your working out, and then your body's response comes in to heal that. What happens? You feel pain you feel soreness and stiffness. And that means that your body is creating new muscle, creating a healing experience if you have an injury. So it's like that with the light as our, our codes are changing. 
our body feels a little bit of pain or discomfort because it's changing. It's, it's assimilating and integrating the new energy. And um, so, you know, whether you like the computer analogy or the sports uh, working out, creating muscle or healing an injury analogy, it's, it's kind of like that. Yeah. Takes time. Yeah. And it's not always comfortable. Yeah. But why Sue is saying takes time doesn't mean year or something. It's just a time lag. Some people can observe light uh, code pretty fast. So some people can be a minute. Some people can take 10 minutes. Some people take a day or two. That kind of time she's talking about, right? It's just uh, depends on who you are. The uh, absorption time or transforming time might be different. And then also how much you work on yourself does reflect on that as well. And I think- and When you say work on yourself, I think, could you give people some examples on, of what you mean? Um, how much you released on the dense energy within your energy field. A lot of people say that emotional thing, but like a lot of uh, emotional stuff you held within you. Like um, could be trauma, could be emotional pain, could be, you know, any kind of dense energy within you. And if once you release, the more people release the, all those stuff. When we go through ascension, we are going through ascension by releasing all of those stuff. So how do you release it? What would you suggest? I always tell just go through the emotion when it happens. Doesn't matter what kind of emotion. Like, you know, don't judge like, oh yeah, right now we're 4.95. I shouldn't be getting angry right now. No, if that triggers you and then you feel like that is how, you know, you urge to express your anger, that's the time you should do it because it's came up. If you are suddenly became sad for no reason, just be sad, you know? So that kind of thing. So when you are more free, means you don't have a judgment about going through the emotion, you can release those emotions and you can work on yourself freely instead of you put yourself on bandage because you're just going to judge. Oh, I can, I have to be positive all the time, for example. So you repress those emotions because you think like all these negative emotions are bad. So you just, you know, hide under the rug. If you do that, you lose your opportunity to work on yourself. That's what I'm talking about. I appreciate you going through that. Um, and I would, the only thing I would add is uh, I do say to myself, I'm ready to let go of this now. Because I think, you know, it, and, it, and it may take a number of times being ready to let go of the same issue. Yeah. I think that's okay. okay. You know, because it's happened to me where I think I've really gotten through it and I've truly let it all go. And then sometimes I'm surprised and I get triggered again and it's the, you know, the same issue. And, um, I think it's okay to just be continually 
willing to let it go. It, it's going to be gone when it's gone. Yeah. I don't, we can't force it to go. So working on ourselves is my definition is like, we're consciously aware of the issue. We know that it's something that we feel, but I also think that we have to visualize um, that eventually it will be gone. I don't know when that'll be. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever uh, cry about it again, but I, then I start to visualize myself when I no longer feel that way. And it's just really, really gone. And I feel very neutral about it and truly willing to let it go. Um, I think we can trap ourselves in a certain, um, certain dynamics if we're not really ready to let go of it am i willing to be free uh you know say for example um and this is a harsh example but i think it's okay to go there because people can relate you know say in my early years what you know if i experienced rape okay that's just like a really harsh example i can think of Am I going to, for the rest of my life, identify as a rape victim? Um, that's a choice. If, if that was what I experienced and, you know, so to, from the time it happened to the day I die, am I going to continue to choose to identify as a rape victim? Or am I going to get to a point where I say, that's just something that I experienced in my life. That's not who I am. And I'm not going to continue to operate from that point of view where this horrible thing happened to me. And now I have to always be afraid the rest of my life. And okay, so I've done my feelings. I've gotten over my anger. Maybe I've even come to a point of forgiveness. What does that open up for me in my life? That opens up all the joy and the peace and contentment by not hanging on to being a survivor or a victim. Um, obviously, if it happened to me, I was a survivor because I'm still here, right? But I, we have to be careful what we identify with, uh, I think. So if I was a child and I had a very difficult relationship with a parent and I could say, well, I had this horrible relationship with my mother, so I'm never going to get along with, uh, with women. <laughs> I don't I could choose to do that, or I could be really willing to let that go and say to myself, you know what, not all women are like that. And I can, because I'm intelligent and I have experience over time, I can figure out who I can trust and who not, but I'm just not going to totally stay away from women because I had a bad relationship with my mother. Um, These are really harsh examples, but I'm trying to drive home a point. What is letting go? Uh, it's a choice. It's a choice how we identify and define ourselves. Yeah, so I'm going to add one more thing. Like, how do you know you are getting closer and closer to neutrality? I'm going to use the example as fear because everybody can understand that. So let's say if you are scale 1 to 10, whatever the stuff toward the fear was 10 when you start working on yourself. And then you kept on working on yourself because trigger happened, whatever, whatever the time. So each time you work on yourself, you started to realize those degree of 10 is getting less and less eventually. Now it's five, okay, next time I triggered. And then when you worked on five, you're thinking you, you got rid of your fear, right? And then 
the trigger happened. And then, okay, you get surprised. Oh my God, I thought I got rid of it. And it's, it's here now. But it's almost like a peeling onion. So next time you experience it, three. So it's still fear, but degree of the fear is less. So eventually, like the speck of the thing I was investigating, um, that was very, very subtle. Even it's so hard to detect because it, it wasn't even too much emotional charge to it. I have to consciously use my mind to detect that because it wasn't any emotional speck of it, but it was there because it was 0.01% or something, that tiny bit. So what I'm saying is more you work on yourself, it's getting less and less and less. So it's eventually become one. So you can tell the difference between how you used to feel for your 10, now it's one. So you know you get triggered, but it's less degree, less uh, intensity. So that's how you, you, you understand your having progress. And eventually that one gonna become neutrality, you know? So mm -hmm. that how we can, we can kind of measure how you're doing. Yeah. So uh, before we go, any last tip? I think we're gonna see a lot more of this, um, these people around us and the world. And I think it's gonna seem a lot more chaotic than ever before. And sometimes, you know, it might be easy to, to wonder if we're progressing at all. And I think if we just hold compassion for ourselves and others that we're, we're all going through this together, uh, we're all at our own stage of the progress, um, and accepting the light, uh, working with the light, purging, um, going from 10 to one to eventually neutrality, um, building community. Everybody is going to be in their own private stage of this. And the more we're able to just flow with it as opposed to getting into a position of fear about it or, uh, you know, just go with it, stay in the moment because, um, if you, if you stay in your own lane and you're focusing on your progress and not really so much worrying about other people's progress, uh, then I think um, we're going to get there easier. Yeah. And don't worry about your, you're not doing as good as whoever, right? Don't compare yourself. You know, uh, you know how much you're working on yourself. So congratulating on yourself every time you do that. And then take it easy. You know, if you want to see some crazy outside, if you have extra energy, you can find out those detective work, but you can take it easy. You know, if you work the hell out of you and then outside is kind of like, wow, you know, that probably got nothing to do with, I mean, it does, but you can sometimes take it easy. Don't take it everything seriously to say, oh, I have to find every single piece of what's wrong, like what I see right now. Then you're gonna get exhausted. So you're just gonna say, okay, maybe I 
I magnified everything because I worked on myself. Uh, maybe that got nothing to do with me and then you can take it easy as well. So, so you can, again, you can focus on your joy. You can focus on your whatever, like your happiness. And then that doesn't mean you're being selfish because when you're, by you focusing on that, you're, believe it or not, you're contributing yourself and others going toward ascension. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Sue and I are going to bring um, more interesting topic next week. Thank you so much for watching. Please share, like, subscribe. We see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. So next week... We're going to bring more episodes. Thank you. Bye.